0: Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. Brian, it's that time of the week, as always, in conversation with you. We're Talking Finance. Good morning to you. Kathy,
1: has the week gone so quickly?
0: (laughs) It has, it has. Are you sure
1: this isn't Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Kathy,
1: the good news is I heard some positive news that it looks like within the next four weeks, I should get my vaccine
0: look at so, you so you've managed to get yourself on that list you're all registered
1: no, no i'm registered but obviously you know my age and uh, uh, does count for me mm. not often that you want to be a bit older but uh, but uh, hopefully and then i can get back into the studio uh, so i'm looking forward to that but can i just start with a little bit of housekeeping um, i'm up to date with all my callers uh, we picked them up from the week before so if you haven't received a call from me to answer your question one of two things has happened you either get, i got the wrong number or you didn't leave at, at where what area you were from so just to repeat siswe angela and Mohammed, all three of your numbers were incorrect um and uh um please if you want to call again please do
0: all right. Uh, Brian, let's get straight into it then. Uh, we're back on the issue of jobs in particular, those people who are leaving jobs and the kind of advice that is available to them. And often we don't know what to do with some of the retirement savings that we may have.
1: Okay. The reason I'm raising this, because unfortunately a lot of people who have left jobs, you have, a, you have various options when you, when you leave a job. The first option is you can take the money and you pay the tax. The first 25000 on withdrawal, not retirement, on withdrawal is tax-free. Mm-hmm. And then the next 635000 is taxed at 18%, then 27%, and then 36% ratcheting up. But the second option, what people can do, is transfer that money to a retirement annuity. Now, I've had many calls from people who have done that. They preserve their money. In other words, they haven't taken their withdrawal benefit. They put it into a retirement annuity. The problem with a retirement annuity is you cannot draw that money out until you're 55. And I've had numerous calls over the year about, but surely COVID legislation has allowed government to be more relaxed on your that you can draw <coughs> excuse me from a retirement annuity. That's not correct. You cannot draw the money out. So if you're leaving your job and you mm. put it into retirement annuity, understand you're locked until fifty five. It's neutral tax wise, because the transfer to the retirement fund does not incur any tax. And the, and,
0: and, and Brian mm. and there's absolutely nothing that can change. Nothing,
1: that? nothing can be done. Oh. The second place you can transfer money is into what's called a preservation fund. It's your own little retirement fund, but the advantage of the preservation fund is that if you ever want to withdraw the money out, you can prior to 55. You don't have to wait, but you will pay taxes if you had withdrawn. So. If you, if I was going to transfer money when I'm leaving my job, I would definitely put it in a preservation fund. If you're in a provident, it's called a provident preservation fund. If you're in a retirement, in a pension fund, it's called a pension preservation fund. But it gives you that option. There's a further option. You're allowed one withdrawal prior to retirement. But if you withdraw prior to leaving the company, in other words, if I'm working for company A and I've got 200000 in my pension fund and I make a withdrawal before converting to a preservation fund, mm. say 30000 mm. and then I transfer 170000 to my preservation fund, I've still got a further withdrawal option. So that is the second option you have of not paying tax and preserving it and i like that option because often people do it because they take money because they're not sure what the future holds they're not sure if they're going to have a job so they take their funds and they pay a large amount of tax rather house it in the preservation fund while you're looking for a new job and hopefully you'll find something and then you won't need to take the money out of the preservation fund so that is a second option the third option is to transfer it to your new – if you've got a job and you're leaving, transfer it to your new employer's pension or provident fund. The disadvantage of that is you can only draw the money out when you leave your job. You Mm -hmm. cannot draw it out piecemeal. So that's a disadvantage. And the last thing you could do is leave it in your company where where you're leaving. You could leave it in their fund. You don't have to take the funds out. But the big problem is people transferring and being sold incorrectly. They've been sold retirement annuities, and that is locking them in. And so many people have said, but I can't live. I've got $100,000. i have got 200000 mm-hmm. The government will make no, and the pension law will not make any, they've made no provision. Companies have allowed you to suspend contributions without penalties during COVID. Mm-hmm. Quite a few months they allowed that. But you cannot get the money out of the Uh, retirement annuity, if you're transferring from your, when you leave your job to a retirement annuity. And I'd also like to make one comment that people don't realize. When you retire and you buy a living annuity, you still can't get your money out. You are absolutely locked in. So please, either retirement or withdrawal, understand all the options available so that you don't suddenly find you need money Mm. and you can't get your hands on those monies. Mm.
0: So, so Brian, for people who, let's say, are changing jobs or have found themselves perhaps recently unemployed, um, would your your advice be to people, especially those who want to access a bit of that money, is to perhaps withdraw some of it and then put the rest of it in into a retirement annuity? Is, no. is that a viable option? No, not into
1: a retirement annuity. Okay. Into a preservation fund. Okay. Because, you, because the investment, the underlying investment can be exactly the same under a retirement annuity, under a preservation fund. Mm. You're governed by what's called reg- Regulation 28 of mm. how you can invest those funds. Mm. But you get locked in. And whilst it may be a good idea to be locked in because that's why we're saving. Sometimes people need the money and they can't get it. I mean, I think of the many SABC employees who are now leaving and they may be be calling it early retirement. But, you know, if you're under 55, you're going to pay enormous amounts of tax. And if you're over 55, if you withdraw the funds, you only get the first 500,000 rand tax-free. And people, when they're nervous and they don't know exactly what to do, Mm -hmm. they make sometimes bad decisions. So I say to anyone who's withdrawing, Talk to your pension fund. Talk to the brokers of the pension fund. What are your options? Talk to financial planners. Find out what are your options so that you understand that if you ever need money, you're not locked in. I've got people who are crying for money to pay medical aids, pay school fees, and they've got money locked away at age 35 and 40, and they Mm -hmm. can't get access to it. Mm -hmm. So a preservation fund gives you that access. It doesn't save you tax when you withdraw, but it certainly saves you tax. When you make the transfer, because it's tax neutral, in other words, you transfer the full amount without paying tax. But if you ever withdraw it, then the tax tables come into play.
0: So, so Brian, just to also make sure that we're clear on this issue, you can't, after having put your funds into um, a, 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 a retirement annuity, you can't then decide to cancel that policy and expect that you'll get all your money back.
1: Yeah, I, I better just add a, a, just add one more thing. That's if you're under the age of 55, but yes. if you're over the age of yes. 55, you can you can draw one third, and then the two thirds has to buy your pension. So it still doesn't give you access to your full funds, mm. but. And, and the one-third has a, a slightly better tax uh, benefits because the first 500000 is tax-free. But certainly the younger people who are, I encourage to preserve because, you know, the problem why people don't have enough at retirement is because every time they leave their job, they take the pension money that they've saved during those years that they've worked for that company. But if they preserve it and they invest it and they allow it to run until retirement, then at least they're building up a very nice nest egg. The trouble is you have want access to those funds under 55 do not use a retirement annuity use a preservation fund all unless right. you want to be forced not to be able to touch that money unless you're <laughs> one of those few who yeah. says i need the discipline and i'm never going to touch the money but you know that word never never say
0: support. never brian never, never, never say never all right yes, i'm you. going to take a quick break back with your calls after this
1: hashtag S F M talking point
0: while we're talking finance, getting some great advice from Brian Hirsch, and you can also uh, be part of that conversation. The number to dial this morning, zero double one seven one four two double zero six. Very important what Brian is saying in terms of the options that are available if you're leaving a company in particular and um, you need uh, advice in terms of what to do with some of the pension fund savings that you may have uh, had, have acquired or built up while you were with that particular company, and Brian, just an update. Um, it's just that I, I, I forgot to do it for this week. But um, the the guys at the Public Servants Association have been very helpful. Uh, they've received lots of, and lots of uh, calls and emails from government workers who have been struggling to access their funds. They are in the process of assisting those people and I did say that we would bring them on air uh, just to give us an update in terms of how that's going and I think maybe we can do that in collaboration with you because it did start uh, largely because of the kind of work that you've been doing in this segment.
1: I'd love to do that because I tell you, I cannot, you know, when I phoned, people phoned me again every week with queries, and I say to them, I'm terribly sorry, but I cannot get anyone at GPF." I mean, I've got a person who, 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 they raised their notch, a level, in terms of her seniority at government, and now that means that her pension should have been higher, and her pension isn't higher, and she asked me for help. And I couldn't get hold of anyone for GPF. She mm. sent me information. Well, if a layman, if I can't understand it, I don't know how a non-financial person can understand it. But I couldn't talk to anyone. I couldn't say, please explain what you sent. So mm. that would be wonderful.
0: All right, Brian. Let's, let's maybe uh, try and do it next week, okay? Yeah. Let me I go check. to the phone lines. Mark in Durban, good morning to you, Mark. Uh,
1: good morning. Two questions to Mr. Brian. Firstly, uh, if we have a pension and the wife and I die, can the children inherit the month, the money, the full amount? Question number one. Second question is, Can the children, if we die, can the children leave it, that money in and then they just continually take that uh, money per month? I listen to the radio. Yeah, very simply. Yeah, on death, uh, your children have... have have two options. Option one is to cash in the funds. There will be a tax-free portion unless you've already taken it. Mm -hmm. It will be taxable and they can get the lump sum or alternatively they could decide to keep withdrawing the same pension but it depends whether you're talking about a living annuity or a life annuity because a life annuity is where you give up the right to the monies but you get a guaranteed pension and usually there's a period of time that that guaranteed pension is parable for both for a husband and wife but once that guaranteed period is over in some cases five years in some cases 10 years there's nothing it ceases but if it's a living annuity or retirement funds that have not yet matured yes the children can have a choice of taking a pension or cashing it in all
0: right let me go to pastor duma pastor duma you're calling us from durban hello
1: hello casey how are you
0: i'm all right how are you I'm fine. I don't know why you're chuckling. Uh,
1: <laughs> Brian. <laughs> go, oh, go, Brian, Mr. Hirsch, go, go is for it. Got to go, go through people chuckle at me. I don't know why. I, I, anyway, no, no it,
0: it's because I'm, I'm asking myself whether or not. Um, I must be geared up for about an, a minute and a half of a sermon. You know, I know how passionate you are. You can't help yourself. Go for it. Anyway, I'm derailing. I'm derailing. I'm derailing.
1: Go for it, Pastor Oh, Brian. <laughs> Mr. Hirsch. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you about a verse in the Bible at all, sir. I know that's not your domain. So the question, Mr. Hirsch, is on, on uh, UIF. Who contributes during the time of employment? Do I contribute to, towards the UIF or the employer? And second question: Who? I mean, why is the UIF limited to three months? After three months, you can claim. You can't claim it all. Who will have contributed that which you can't claim if it's after three months? I listen on the radio, and I didn't preach, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Well, you've shown me a curveball because I don't know too much about UIF other than what I do myself. I contribute myself uh, and, and my staff contribute, although mm-hmm. I, don't, I pay both the contributions. But in, uh, from an employer point of view, if you have a look at your salary, your payroll, and you look at your salary slip, you will see both you and the employer are contributing to the UIF. My understanding is UIF is payable for longer than three months. I was always understanding that, that UIF is payable for six months months i don't really know the answer and what i do, will do i will find out and i will give you an answer because i don't know the answer myself but i i, I always understood um, the uif is payable for for longer than 3 months i'll get our I'll, I'll report back next tuesday
0: all right, okay, Brian. No problem. Thank you uh, so much for that. I've been so engrossed in actually uh, taking in the, the taking in the course. I haven't had time uh, to sift through some of the messages uh, in terms of today's topic. But uh, let me see if we've got any WhatsApp voice notes available for Brian in terms of questions that uh, have come in. All right, nothing for Brian on the WhatsApp line. Brian, of course, just maybe very quickly before I let you go, uh, give me your contact details for people to be able to get in touch with you.
1: Okay. As before I give it, please leave where you all, where you, which area you are phoning from, all your numbers, because if I can't get hold of you, I will pass it to someone in your area. My number: zero one one double eight zero four triple eight zero one one double eight zero four triple eight. Super.
0: All right, Brian, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I'm really looking forward to hopefully uh, having you in studio again soon. I get so lonely in here. I'm no, all by myself. I could use a bit of company, some face-to-face company.
1: And I'm all by myself at home in my little office. All I look is four walls with pictures all over the wall. But a pleasant surprise now my wife's just come to visit. So that's a nice surprise. Have all a right. lovely-
0: All right, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Brian there, uh, Brian Hirsch, and as you heard, you can also get in touch with him and uh, ask him some of your questions uh, which relate to your personal finances, and he will certainly give you advice. Next week, uh, I'll bring on Ruben Maleka from the Public Servants Association with Brian. They've been working on assisting the government workers who've been struggling with accessing their pensions. And he'll give us an update in terms of what some of the difficulties have been for many of um, the public service workers. So I think that will be an important follow up for us to do. He has been giving us updates. I just haven't been good in terms of going back to him about when we can have that conversation. It's 10.30 and Musa is standing by with your latest headlines.